Hello, travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode number 476. Instead of an intro fact for you today, I've got two intro questions. Number one, when was Netflix founded? And number two, how many hours a day does the average Netflix user watch? Wow. Take a guess. And we forgot this old city's name. See your breath on window pane. Let's just talk till it strikes again. On my way through, I saw you on my way. Hey everyone, I'm Trav, and joining me today is someone who created a house that was so stunning that she was actually told, most of this stuff is too nice to be in the movie. (laughs) My wife, my constant travel companion, and someone whose talents at interior design are unparalleled. Heather. Wow, that is very nice of you to say. I had a lot of fun decorating our beach house and was very honored when... Netflix asked if they could use it for a movie. However, they didn't really use very many of the things we had in the house, (laughs) but we'll talk all about that in this podcast. I am very curious about these stats, the questions that you threw out at the beginning of this podcast. Yes, you are as curious to these stats as everyone has been about what is the story behind Netflix filming a movie in our house. And The filming is now wrapped, so we can now discuss it. We can now talk about it. And also, honestly, one of the reasons we haven't been able to put stuff out about it was that we were so busy (laughs) while they were filming in the house that we didn't even have time to record a podcast because we were in six different how like six different places accommodations accommodations in a month and a half mm-hmm. and that to some people might be like oh trav heather you've been talking about slow travel well okay <laughs> yes we didn't want to be in six accommodations we'll talk all about why that happened as well it was very quick very fast lots of packing lots of unpacking with two kids lots of hectic stuff but we're through that now we're going to tell you about the story the whole story of how netflix found our house why they filmed the movie there what the movie was and the experience for us But first, the two questions. I'm going to have you guess, of course. When was Netflix founded, Heath? I want to say something like probably longer than we think, uh, maybe 2004. Even longer than you think. Okay. 1997. Wow. Now, obviously, it was not what it is now. I, I believe it was like some sort of... It was still movie it was type, like a, like a company. D- well, it was like a DVD service. It first thing. started where you would send it. Like people probably don't even remember this who are younger than us, but it started out that you would get like three DVDs oh, yeah. in the mail or something. And maybe it didn't have to be three, but you would get a DVD in the mail and you would use it and then you would send it back. It was like a DVD subscription so you wouldn't have to buy new releases. You right. would rent them. Right. So it was like and Blockbuster. And it came in that red, like yes, the, the, in the little red envelope. envelope. Mm, I did forget about that. Yeah, yes. I, I hadn't thought about that. But now when I'm thinking back, yeah, that's nine, like 10, 15 years ago. That's what, gosh, we're getting old. But, you know, when we were coming out of college, this is what it was. Yeah, that's that's right. I totally forgot about that. Uh, yeah, so founded in 1997, obviously just a, you know, not even close to what it is now and a different mo- business model and obviously not near as big. 
in 2020. So this study was released in 2020. So this means it's for the 2019 year. So this is pre-pandemic. How many hours a day did the average Netflix user watch? Pre-pandemic. Now, during the pandemic, that <laughs> went up and, and they actually had this crazy graph of the amount of users that they had. And in some countries, they had to uh, throttle the quality because they were just getting users so much quicker. But pre-pandemic, how many hours a day did the average Netflix user watch? I mean, my guess would be... Three? You're all, I mean, 3.2 hours of video okay. per day, which is a lot <laughs> because we're not talking about watching TV in general. We're talking about just watching Netflix. Now, there are plenty of people out there who just watch Netflix, yeah. sure. But, you know, if, if you're like us, we're flipping between Prime and Netflix. I'm watching live sports on YouTube TV. None of these companies are sponsors yet. Come on, guys. <laughs> um, but, you know, we're, we have a lot of different options and we're watching a lot of different stuff. You know, Wit loves certain things on Prime and then certain things on Netflix. So 3.2 just on Netflix pre-pandemic seems a bit crazy until then I realized that there are a lot of people out there who might watch believe it or not, Netflix, why they're at work. We know some people <laughs> who watch, you know, six, seven, eight hours a day while they're at work. So I guess that that's why the number average is the average of yeah. 3.2. Incredible. I, and what, in you don't know what the average was during the year of the pandemic. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. 20 to 2021. Well, I don't know. you know, I'm sure they'll release something like that. Oh, we'll be able to find out. <laughs> and I'm sure it will have blasted through the roof. Yeah. And the reason we're talking about Netflix is because Netflix is the company that will be airing the movie that was filmed at our house. Yes. So basically we had this experience and we weren't really allowed to talk about it when it was happening, you know, because it's, well, first of all, it kind of took a long time to come about. And then when it did come about, it was super rushed, which is, I guess, a thing that happens in the movie industry where you just like rush around to wait, basically. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, let's give you the backstory of how it came about. And then we'll give you like our takeaways. And before we even get into that overall, it was an absolutely incredible experience yes. for us. Um, the people who we interacted with were awesome. Most of those are people who are part of the location team. So if we if we bungle the name of your job, sorry guys if you're listening, but you know we we are not from Hollywood. We're not in the movie industry, so they were saying like they were using a lot of shorthand stuff. I'm like, what does that mean? They're like, oh, that's the person that handles this. I'm like, yes, please use layman terms with me. <laughs> um, but it was a really good, really really great experience. Um, so let's just start off with that. How did they find our house? Because that's a question we get asked a lot. Yes. And that's a question we would ask anyone who said their house was in a movie. For us, it came about in somewhat of a straightforward fashion. Um, they were using, they were filming in, uh, in our town and they wanted to use a hot dog stand. Not, not a stand, a hot dog restaurant. Um, and they knew they wanted to use that hot dog restaurant for, for a scene or two or three. I'm not sure how many they used it for. But the owner of that is a guy named Michael, who we've never actually met in person. But Michael is one of the owners of the property management company we use to manage our beach house. And when they asked Michael, hey, we're looking for the main character's house. Here's, here's the description. And essentially they said, we want it to be on the beach and we want it to have a view of, of a pier and things like that. He said, yeah, I think we have a perfect one for you. And that was our house. So, you know, our property manager 
told them that about our house. So, um, it, I mean, it's a cool story, but it's not, it's not like they were just driving around (laughs) and they stumbled upon it. Yeah. Because actually an interesting fact is they are not even using the exterior of our house for the main character's house. They're using another house for the exterior. And then our house is all of the interior shots plus some on the deck. So you wouldn't even be able to recognize our house as the movie house because they've used another house entirely, which is really, I thought was amazing because I don't want a lot of people coming and driving by my house because it was in a movie. So that was a great thing for us as it wasn't even like part of the deal or anything. We didn't work it out that way. It just happened to be that way. So that was cool. Yeah. So that's how they, that's how they found it. Um, and we'll get into the location stuff. I actually, We'll get back to that in just a second because I wanted to give you guys, you might be sitting there thinking, I didn't even realize this. Well, what is the movie? When does it come yeah. out? What's it about? And and I, yeah, we got to get to that. I, it's, we're not leaving it as a cliffhanger. We're going to end the podcast and not tell you. <laughs> the The movie is a movie called Along for the Ride, and it is based on a young adult novel by a famous young adult author named Sarah Dessen. And she's had a few different Netflix movies made of her books, but the book is called Along for the Ride. I believe the movie will be called Along for the Ride. That's what they were so. calling it. So I think that will be the movie name as well. If all goes to plan, it will come out on Netflix probably spring of 2022 because it is a summer movie. And so they want to get it out before the summer. Other details, Heath. Yeah, I mean, the synopsis of the movie is we, Travis and I both read the book, you know, once we found out the movie was being made, we read the book. And um, so it's basically a young girl. She's just graduated from college and she has two parents. High school. Sorry, high school. She has two parents who are divorced um, and she usually lives with her mom and she decides to go and live with her dad and her stepmom at the beach. So it's their house that she's going to live at for the summer. And they've just had a newborn little girl. So there's like kind of this whole family dynamic. And this girl, Auden, has not really had a typical, you know, teenage life. She was very studious. And so she decides to just kind of like make this summer something special. Yeah, so that's what the movie is a about. Coming of age, coming in, of age, in your summer story. before college, after high school. She, we don't want to ruin it for you. The book, the book is worth reading for sure. Um, I, what is interesting about a book and then seeing a movie being made is that again, I am not the target market for a <laughs> romantic young adult novel. <laughs> so I, I take this, you know, with that in mind. The first 20% of the book, I had a very hard time getting through because it was it seemed like it was taking so long because they were setting up the scenes and all that, where in a movie, you know, that will just happen. They could show one little thing and, and you know, you get the point. So the first 20% of the book, I struggled to get through, but one night I couldn't sleep and I pulled it open and I was about 20% and I'm like, well, this will put me to sleep. And I started reading it and I just <laughs> got hooked. So if you are feeling that way in the first 20%, push through it. It, it is a, it is a well worth it read. Um, even if you're not the target market, but yes, it is a coming of age novel for that. And it was cool then to read the book for us because if I hadn't, and I didn't think I was going to, after I got that 20% in, it, I don't know, I wouldn't have understood what was really going on. And so with the filming, 
Yeah, like it was then cool to see the sets that they had built mm-hmm. and say, oh, well, here's why they're doing that. Yeah, so, like when you read it, because the book describes like the house, you know, the main character's house. So, you know, it's not like exactly what the book describes, right. but it's very similar, I think. And so it's just, it is very cool to see them transform our house into this movie set because it was nothing like what our house normally looks like. Right. And we're not allowed to discuss like real details because... Obviously, they want you to see it all firsthand when you see the movie, but it was just what they do for a movie set is insane insane and so intense and so much work and I can't even believe they do it and then film and then take it all away in such a short amount of time. Even though for us, it felt long because we were not in our house for like a month, but all things considered. Yeah, I mean, we... We interacted, as I mentioned, a ton with the location staff there. So Brandon, if you're listening, man, one of the nicest, awesomest people we've ever met. He does a fantastic job. He is essentially in charge of finding all the different locations and then being the liaison between the, the people on the town where they're filming and then and, and, and the people and then the production company. And he does a really incredible job. He really made us feel super well taken care of him and his staff, Elise and Kenny and everyone else we interacted with. Um, and so I, I did want to give a little bit on the location cause this was funny. Cause I, I asked him a lot of questions cause I was very intrigued. Yes, of course. Of course. And what was pretty neat is he said, he's from the Wilmington area. And so he said, I really wanted to get a movie made here. But when they come to me with the movie, they say, Hey, here's what we're looking to do. And so he actually had put feelers out in a few different areas. I I can't remember everywhere, but I believe one was like Savannah, Georgia. One was somewhere else. And then one was Wilmington. And he was really pushing to get it made in Wilmington because that's where he's from. Um, So that was kind of cool that they were scoping out different areas before and and before they picked one, you know, that he was giving them like, hey, well, if if we're in Savannah, here's some of the stuff we would use. If we're in Wilmington, here's some of the stuff we would use. Um, And so you know, they decided on Wilmington and then our house was the one that was cast as the main character's house. But yeah, a lot of work goes into picking the locations. And I forget how many locations he told us they used. 20 plus locations for this one movie. Right. And ours, they did say was some of the heaviest renovations and changes because it was the main character's house. So Heather's decor is very airy, beachy, modern. You could describe, actually you describe it more. Um, well, it's more a minimal, minimal boho modern decor. Whereas the characters I think had, you know, a little bit more of your kitschy beach style. So not at all our style or my style. No, uh, well, but not mine either. No, no, hey, yeah. Don't get me wrong. And when they're filming a movie too, like they're not just doing all these wide shots around the house and they're very close, tight shots apparently. So they need a lot of visual interest in these in these shots. So there's just stuff everywhere. I mean, so I mean, many. There had to be 25 or more pillows on the couch yeah. to the point that you couldn't sit <laughs> and on I'd it. And I love me some pillows. And Heather, we, you guys knows, he's like, please stop buying throw pillows. But they had just a lot of stuff and a lot of, you know, plants and faux plants and faux florals and just, just I mean, an explosion. <laughs> in the dad's office, which was with bedroom, um, it was made, he's, he's an author. So it was made to look like a, a, a cluttered like a office r- writer studio. I mean, that was the biggest transformation to see wits like minimal white neutral playroom in his bunk beds, just completely transformed into, I mean, there had to be a thousand books in there and that is, that is not hyperbole. <laughs> they had 
brought in tons of bookshelves and there's just books everywhere and stuff everywhere. Stacks of books. But anyway, was, we don't want to we don't want to give too much away. No, but. no, no. But I, I Brandon said it was cool to talk about that stuff, but it was incredible. Like I want to give props to the set designers and the people who brought in because everything down to like the crumpled pieces of paper on the desk are placed so strategically and it might be one shot that they're doing. It has Heather mentioned, it's very tight. So you're not even noticing that piece of crumpled paper on the desk. But if it wasn't there, it might seem like it's too, like it's missing, like there's too much blank space. So everything is crammed in. You're not noticing all the details, but if they weren't there, you would notice they aren't there. And that's one of the big takeaways that I really realized was that's cool. Like yeah. someone is sitting there and, with a fine teeth, comb, fine tooth comb, looking at or probably every, a fine tooth camera lens, you know, because they're like literally yeah. looking through the camera. Being like, and oh, seeing there's what a blank spot here. Put something here. Yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, they even put like a, a faux front door on because our yes. door like goes to the side and they wanted it to look like the door was just at the end of a hallway. <laughs> so like they put in this faux door. So you walk in the front door and you turn and there's like a, immediately another door. It was just really really strange and then we actually were able to go to the house on a, one of their filming days and the amount of equipment and people and people i mean they had to reinforce our house like they had a structural un engineer come because our house is on pylons you know because it's on the beach so it has to be raised and so they came and put more pieces of support under yeah. our house for all of the equipment and all of the crew because there's just like so many people and so many pieces of equipment. You couldn't even walk through the house. Yes, yeah, so when they even like it was like people everywhere and equipment everywhere. So you had like you couldn't even walk. Yeah. So when they they made the set and then they let us come in and check out the set. And it was funny because I would go back and forth between that house and the house we were staying at when it was the set and not disturb anything, but like pick up my surfboard or go surfing outside. Yeah, when or they whatever. weren't filming. When they weren't filming, and you're like, oh, there's a lot of stuff in here, but. You know, then you kind of figure, all right, a few actors, a few cameramen, a director, you know, maybe seven, eight people are filming here. And the day they're filming, there was easily 60 people there. Yeah. Maybe more. There was food trucks set up so people could mm -hmm. eat. Their whole street was shut down for, for all this equipment. The whole underneath of our house, as Heather mentioned, it's on stilts. The entire thing was covered with stuff. Just boxes and and and. Lights I don't and even equipment know. and set props and, and, you know, like a fake baby because the woman has a newborn. And so when they didn't use a real baby, they had like a fake baby. And, you know, just so many. It's intense. It's the amount of people that are needed to make a movie, the amount of stuff that is that goes into a making movie. And that was one of my biggest takeaways is just giving a ton of credit to everyone involved because you watch a movie like, oh, that's cool. And this is a movie, mind you, without special effects or there's yeah, no it's crazy not an action right film. cgi in fact it's really funny because when brandon we first met him the very first time when they were still scoping out our house he was like yeah you know it's gonna be a pretty easy set there's not gonna be like a jet ski crashing into your deck you know and i was like oh my gosh please no jet ski crashing into our deck so yeah really nothing too wild just your general home scene yeah your home scene it's a dry like it's a drama and so to see the amount that goes into that and then imagine them making something where he he mentioned us another movie they had to rent out a whole abandoned six flags in georgia and flood the whole park and <laughs> just like oh my gosh now that would that would that's to another level or uh, 10 more levels so yeah it just was really cool to be a part of that and then now talking about what the experience was like for us 
like we weren't on the set. We got to see that. Well, we got to see them filming the one day. We didn't get to move meet the actors or actresses because uh, of COVID regulations. Normally, he said, "Oh, you get to meet them and, and say hi and you know all that because it's your house." So, but we we didn't get to. Um, we can tell you who's in it. Obviously, that's common knowledge now. That's been out in the newspaper. So the the mom, the main mom, is Andy McDowell. Yep, Annie McDowell. Who, her biggest role, or one of the most famous roles was she was in Groundhog Day mm-hmm. way back, way back when. Like, yeah, that was and in, in a lot shows. of other things since then. But then the dad is Dermot Mulroney, who has been in so many things. And he was in My Best Friend's Wedding. And he was on New Girl as Jess's love interest for a couple of seasons. And uh, I don't know much pop culture as followers <laughs> of this podcast know. But when I saw a picture, I was like, oh, yeah, that's like the older guy who's always the romantic lead if they need a, a really good looking 40 year old, 50 year old guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, he is the dad. And then the stepmom is Kate Bosworth. So she's meant to be like a little bit younger. And, you know, she's a new mom. And I actually saw her leaving the set van and walking into our house. I didn't get to meet her or anything, but I wanted to surf with Kate Bosworth yeah. so bad. <laughs> if you don't know, she was in Blue Crush, that awesome surf yeah. movie. And uh, never happened. But, but fun fact. Kate Bosworth's birthday is one day before mine. And I don't, and I mean, same birth year. Like she was born one day before me. So same age. So yeah, that that's very cool because obviously we knew who these actors and actresses were. So that was neat. And then the people playing the main characters, the teenagers, I think this is one of like their first movies. And so they're, I don't know who they, we don't know who they are, but anyway, yeah. So that's cool that like literally, Dermot Mulroney and Kate Bosworth were in our house and Kate Bosworth even posted. And Annie McDowell. Well, I guess, yeah, she was. There's a scene where she comes to the she house. She comes to the house. Sure. So, um, but yeah, it's their house. Like, and there are Kate Bosworth is like posting Instagram stories from our kitchen, which looks nothing like our kitchen. So I'm almost like, oh my gosh, my house looks not like I have it normally. And these celebrities are in my house and it's like this movie set, which is not at all what I would want them to see if they were coming to our house, you know what I mean? So that was like a little funny for me to and experience that. It was funny when we go to the set before they had filmed there and there's pictures of oh, yeah. Kate Bosworth <laughs> on our fridge and all of her house because it's supposed to be her house, right? So this picture of her with like this baby and we're just like, <laughs> this is funny that there are pictures of her on our fridge. Like we're super fans or something. But right, right, right. Like, like if someone- We don't normally have photographs of Kate Bosworth <laughs> on our fridge. Sorry, Kate. Uh, we're keeping that picture up for all eternity on our fridge. No, but um, it was it was a really neat experience for, for that. Now, talk kind of- backtracking a little bit of we told you how they found our house and then what was interesting for us and heather alluded to this with this hurry up and wait originally when they first started talking to us was back march. in march and like would you be cool with this you know we started negotiating pricing and stuff like that and it was originally gonna be hey they're gonna shoot at your house for five days and we thought in okay april in april and we were originally gonna be living in that house april and may so we said okay that's fine for those five days we will go and we will go to Charleston, South Carolina, a place we've never been, and just take a mini vacation. And all was well. And then they said, well, okay, we can't do April. And and talk about last minute. They didn't even know who the actors and actresses were going to be yeah. up until like a month before um, because they were negotiating different deals with different people. And so they were trying to get people that schedule fit. And I just assumed that would be known way in advance. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a year from now, maybe for huge budget films it is, but this is 
medium budget film. Um, so then it was going to be May. We're like, all right, that still works five days. And then they said, okay, well, actually filming is going to be seven days. I'm like, okay, that still works. It's getting a little long to be out of our house. And they said, and we need the house for three weeks because we have to set up, we have to tear down, we have to film a scene one week before and then come back. So like for six days in the middle, there was just nothing happening. Right, like the scene, the set was made <laughs> and it was there, but there was nothing happening. And so all of a sudden it became, hey, you've got to, not you have to be, if they wanted to use our house, we had to be at our house from May, what was the date? Ninth, or no, sorry, it was the day after Mother's Day. May 11th. May 11th till June 5th. Three weeks, almost a month. And that became much more difficult because our plan was that we were living in that house. I mean, all our stuff was there. Could we leave for seven days? Of course. But leaving for 20, I believe it ended up being 24 days mm -hmm. was much different. And so that threw a whole wrench in our plans. And that's what led us to then needing to get an Airbnb. And we only knew this two weeks before. Like we yeah. only signed a contract, I think a week and a half before they started coming in and changing Yeah, so house. you know, we didn't want to book an Airbnb and then not end up using it or, you know, because then that's inconvenient and costly. And then, but we needed to book an Airbnb because it's the end of May in a beach town. So it's high season. Memorial really, Day weekend. Really hard to find accommodation. So in the end, we found a place, but the one that worked the best for us as a family was only available for two and a half of the three and a half weeks, which is why we ended up going to Charleston. Three. So here, here's how it went. <laughs> we were in our beach house. We left. We went to an Airbnb for two and a half weeks, went to Charleston. And because it was Memorial Day weekend, had to stay stay in three different hotels over six days. So it was like two, two, two. We then came back to our beach house after they were filming, done filming, but not had everything out yet and not had our house put back together yet. And then we were there for three days while they were doing that. And then we came back to this house that we're in outside yeah, of Philadelphia. Yeah, because the other part on it is if you've listened to this podcast, you know that we bought this beach house, but our plan was always to rent it for the entire summer. So starting June 1st, which we actually had to cancel our first reservation because Netflix needed it for a little bit longer. So from June 5th until August 30th, like the house is rented. So when Netflix was bumping up right until this rental season, not only could we not be in our home, but when they were done filming, we had to immediately go into our very first rental of the season. So the house had to be exactly ready for that, which means none of our stuff can be out anywhere. You know, we put everything away for the people renting the house. So it was just a hustle. It was a very hectic <laughs> four weeks. Um, all was worth it. Um, you know, it was, they were super fair with the pricing. They realized that we were in a tough position. Um, and what was really cool, and I don't know how everyone in the movie industry does this, I would be stressed out. And I like to think that I'm a pretty chilled out person, mm -hmm. especially with like deadlines and organization. But a week and a half before you're supposed to start filming and you still don't have a contract and you don't know if you're going to be filming this house or if you're going to go to a house down the road or they were even thinking like, well, if we can't make it work with you guys, then we might build a set on an really? empty lot. And I, I was just hear like, that one. oh my gosh. And I think that's a testament to, to people being in that position um, before and, and realizing that's going to work out. And also a testament to the, uh, to everyone being really good at their jobs that they can on a moment's notice pivot. So such flexibility involved. They, yeah. They, I can't remember. There was something they were going to use, Brandon was telling me, for a set, not at our house, but somewhere else, that then 
something happened and they couldn't do it. And it was going to, they were going to be filming that day and poor Brandon and the location team. And I'm sure a lot of other people get inconvenienced too, but they were the ones that we were dealing with and they were our point person. You know, they had to find something for filming on that day or the next day to make it work. And, and they are just really good and they did and they found it. And, you know, then they brought in the art team and the, and, you know, then the director has to figure out how they're going to film there instead of somewhere else. So it was a lot of people being really good at their jobs, being flexible and working together. And as people who own a small business, and obviously our team is not near the size that, of, of the team that these people were working with, because I think they said overall there's about 200 people involved in the movie. And then kind of on location, there's usually like 70 to 80 at a time. Um you know, we have a small business. It's hard enough for us to and me to figure out how sometimes to get like a couple people yeah. to I manage. Mean, the and organization, man. the efficiency, the flexibility. They it was just incredible to see and incredible to witness. And our house, the transformation that they did on our house, and I know that ours being the main character's house and there was a lot of scenes shot there, it was a pretty intense yeah, I production think. with swapping out the set, but they had to use other locations. Now, some of them were restaurants or outdoor locations, the you know, like walk, on the boardwalk. Board I don't walk. think they had to do much there. But another one of our friends um, works at a realtor's office, and they used her realtor's office for the stepmom's boutique um, in the book. And so they trans completely transformed a real estate office into a shop. Yeah, they painted know? the all, everything inside was pink. So that's, the whole that's point. in the book. So that's not like they a put spoiler on a new or sign. Anything. I they, mean, it's just incredible what they do for one and a half hours of a movie. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, I think that'll be the most interesting part for me. Two two most interesting things will be seeing what the house actually looks like and yeah. seeing if we if we didn't know, could we even tell this was our house? I don't think so. Unless there were specific shots like out our window because sure. our, the whole wall of windows is pretty recognizable. But I mean, to the point where they changed the backsplash in our kitchen, like just you, I don't think you would recognize it if you didn't know it was our house. Yeah. The other interesting thing will be to see we know they filmed there for seven full days. I mean, we're talking like 12-hour days. So we know how much they filmed there. It'll be really interesting to see how, in my head, like, oh, a whole 30 minutes of the movie is going to be in that house. And I bet when we watch, it'll be like, oh, here's a scene in the house. That was half a minute cut yeah. you know it'll, I mean, but it'll if, be cool to see book, how much screen time the, the movie, yeah. the house gets in the movie. In the book, there's a lot of a lot of scenes at the house there is yeah but but books are you know yeah. take longer to read like it's a movie's true. gonna be like quick 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 yeah true. um yeah so overall i mean it that's what other questions have people asked us or what are other things that people would want to know heth um you know we told you about the experience like the, the the toughest part of it for us was just not know like it going to be longer they're going to need your house and then us not knowing all the way up until they did need it yeah and if if we didn't have kids it'd be no big deal oh, for or sure. if we had just stayed at one airbnb the whole time and then moved back in and didn't have to rent it for the summer i mean yeah there were a lot if of it was the off season yeah. it would be much easier to find a place for yes. us to live in because yeah. there wouldn't be peak season but for the most part you know it's a really cool interesting experience the people that we worked with were obviously amazing and very professional i can't think of many other questions i mean they what they changed at the house i think we could maybe yeah well here's a cool fact heather mentioned that they 
use the exterior of another house. Um, I, Brandon kind of explained. He just said, well, this fits the what they were looking for um, in that house. And I think one of the reasons is because it ours is one story. And I, I think the exterior of that house was two stories. So it, it just worked better for their exterior. But that house was gray. Like, and and a nice gray, but it, you know, it wasn't like a freshly painted gray. It was a bit, um, like a bit weathered and they needed to shoot some scenes that were inside of our house, but you would see the exterior deck part of the house. I think they also shot scenes on the deck. On the deck as yeah. well. And so they needed that back corner of the exterior of our house to be the same color as the exterior of the other house. So they painted it gray. Yeah, they they painted our whole house on the beach side, the whole back of the house or the front of the house, however you want to describe it. The beach side of the house gray. So they were like, yeah, well, we'll paint it back for you. Obviously, any color you want. And I was like, well, actually... I've been wanting to paint this house navy. You know, I've been wanting to paint it blue. And I don't like that, you know, our it, house it was yellow. yellow. It was yellow. Yeah. If you've watched our Instagram stories and stuff you knew last summer, we were really wanting to paint the house. And, you know, when we bought the house, it's yellow. That's a fine color for a house, but it's not my style. And I wanted it to be like a little more striking. So anyway... It we was yellow. We didn't get to it last year. So we were like, maybe we can do it this year. But then when Netflix was like, yeah, we'll paint it back at any color you want. I was like, yes, we're doing this now. We are painting the house. So now, now that everything's done, the house is painted in navel. So if you voted on Instagram, we had a poll last year, you know, sea serpent or navel a split pretty much 40, 60. More people wanted sea serpent. But Trav and I really liked navel. Yeah. That's what we did. And so... Uh, kind of a another interesting point of that is they repainted with their painters mm -hmm. the back of the house navel but the rest of the house was yellow so we hired our own painters so basically there were two sets of painters there at the same time painting the same exact color but like they you know they had to have their painters do it because it was in the contract so they had to repaint back their portion that they had painted and we had to have other painters do do the rest, which was funny. There, there's some funny stuff with movies. Um, they were telling us that, you know, the different job things. So, you know, uh, these people, everyone has their very specific role. So they're like, if it is a, if it's on someone, then it's called this. If someone touches it, it's called a prop, you know, and everyone's like the prop people are different from the people in costume, like who are in charge of costumes. So like if a prop, if it's touched, it's a prop, but if it's on them, it's a costume and different people have roles. And so it's just, there's a lot of people doing the jobs. The other thing that I wanted to mention that was interesting was they said, Hey, anything or most things that we do in this house, if you want us to keep them, we can. So they came and renovated a bunch of stuff in the house. Now, unfortunately for us, Heather had done our house in a way that we enjoyed. And so we didn't keep any or much of their stuff. But, you know, other movies, that's a question people ask us about movies in general. Yeah, listen, if a Nancy Meyer movie was ever filmed at the house, you better believe I would be keeping every single thing from that set. But is the Nancy Meyer uh, name drop the same as when I name drop Bob Crowley from Survivor in a podcast a few back, which a few of you <laughs> have messaged me in and said, awesome, awesome name drop Bob Crowley from Survivor. You guys remember, like, I don't know who Nancy Meyer is, but she's got to be more famous than a, a retired <laughs> so. main I teacher. Mean, she's a female, a prominent female director, and okay. she does all these movies with women who are 
successful women and they have the most beautiful homes like in the holiday okay. which you've seen something's gotta give like the like father of the, the bride city. no 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 that's darren okay. something darren star no, no 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 these are just movies okay. like father of the brides i think she did so those are like older but anyway the sets are always just the most gotcha. gorgeous beautiful okay. well-designed so nancy sets. meyer myers Think with an S. I'm Nancy not Myers, putting me on the If spot. you listen or anyone knows Nancy Myers oh and she gosh. needs a film. Please come film at our beach house. But yeah, this we got a good set view. was basically the opposite of that. Okay. So no, we didn't keep any. So, but that was a question people asked me of like, oh, if they do stuff to your house, like, can you keep it? Uh, I don't know if all the times you can, but a lot of the stuff they're like, hey, some of this you, you can't, but if you want this, 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 or you want us to keep the wallpaper, or you want us to keep the extra door we built in, obviously we didn't, um, they would have done all that, which is, it's just, that's a fun little trivia. Yeah, sure. So um, if you guys have more questions, mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's all that I can think yeah. of. If you guys have more questions about what it was like to have a Netflix movie filmed at our house that we didn't answer, Hit us up on Instagram. Happy to answer. Um, we, you know, can say most things. We did tell them that we wouldn't talk too much about the set because we don't want to ruin the surprise. We want you guys to watch the movie. We will obviously be watching the movie. But just to recap, it is called Along for the Ride. The book is the same name by an author named Sarah Dessen, who actually is from North Carolina. That's one of the cool parts about them filming in North Carolina is that she grew up going to some of these beach towns around Wilmington, which is one of the like she when she wrote it and it works as a set because she wrote it from her experiences she had had um the book is along for the ride by sarah Dessen. the movie will be called along for the ride coming out on netflix i believe it will be a netflix original and um that should be coming out spring of 2022 so we'll be letting you it. know um there you go. Cat's out of the bag. <laughs> All the info that people have been bad, not badgering, have been asking us for. Um, there you go. Really great experience. And one more time, if people from the team are listening, um, because we did become friends with a lot of people who were, who were especially on the location team who were doing that. Um, thank you guys for a wonderful experience on our end, being the owners of a property that you filmed in. It We couldn't have asked for better people to be taking care of us. They kept us in the loop. They took care of all their needs. Um, wonderful experience. So if you ever get a chance and anyone ever asks if they if they can film at your house or anything like that, um, I do think that most of the times they really, really take care of the people whose, whose properties they use. And we, we saw that firsthand. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for the support. As always, that makes us the number one rated travel podcast out there. And until next time, happy free travels. Lightning struck in an open plain And we forgot this old city's name See your breath on window pane Let's just talk till it strikes again On my way through I saw you on my way On my way through I saw you And I'll see you again